Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Just about halfway through the month and just about done with 2023. A lot of people making plans for the new year, and that includes Pittsburgh City Council. And joining us is the president. On our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline, Teresa Kale Smith. Good morning, El Presidente. <laughs> Good morning. Teresa. Hey. Do, you, do you eat foie gras? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think people have a right to. It's gross. Like. It's gross, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't eat it. I've never had it, so I can't even say. Oh, oh. But, but I love her, by the way. She's my favorite council member. I love her leadership, her compassion, and her honesty. Isn't it? Aren't we kind of wasting our time by trying to ban something like that that's only on a handful of menus in the whole city? So I think my colleagues write legislation based on their constituents and the outreach that they've received and concerns that they may share. And so I think they, when they put things forward, they do so with good intentions. Huh. They can they can multitask and do different things. I just happen to disagree on this one, so I just didn't vote. Why do you disagree? I, I love this. Yeah, I just voted. I, I felt like people have a right to to show. You have a right not to buy it, but people also have a right to have a business, and people also have a right. And I'm and actually, in terms of the the furs, I just feel like downtown is going through so much right now. Right the on. last thing we want is to lose another business. And the one horse and buggy guy. Come on, <laughs> from a district too, from my area. I love him. Station Square, yeah. So. You guys caught so much hell about this. Remember the big conflict over the big pay raise, right? Right? Yep. Yep. So the mayor gives his staff and folks within his control millions of dollars in raises. That's according to the budget. Is that fair? That, I mean, is that, that was that, from last that, year, yes. That happened, yeah, from um, last year. right? That happened. From, from last year, yes. Yes. And so then... What about raises for your folks? Did did that same process approve raises for council? So they approved, they put, I think it was 3% raises in for council. And they're negotiating contracts now. And then they had just approved the um, percent, I think it was 7%. We approved, the council approved, and they the mayor negotiated. I think it was 7 or 8% for the police. And they are definitely, they definitely need it. They're definitely underpaid. And it's still not even getting us close to where we need to be for to maintain a strong police force. But um, when city council, we had a meeting about it uh, right. with the mayor's office, and then we came, they came back 
they decided to do the 3%, not the 7%. We had it calculated by the mayor's um, office of management budget, and they uh, calculated the percentage for city council raises according to the we, – well, now, since we actually have legal opinions on some of this, not all of it, but on some of it, we actually know what we're supposed to be basing it off of from that last debacle. And it's council is supposed to get a, to a percentage of the total of all city employee raises. And so, so with the police it, this year, it increased ours to almost, I think it was 7%. So I get a couple texts from folks within your domain who say you're gluttons for asking for this race. Is that fair? So I think that they've got to keep in mind that council turned down pay raises for 13 years. And so we we diminished our pay, which is legally not – it says we're not allowed to diminish our pay now. Now that we have an opinion, we know we're not allowed to diminish our pay. So for 13 years, many members did not. And I think that – you know, I think with people struggling, it's a difficult time for everyone. And so I understand some people feeling you know, disgruntled, especially if they're not somebody who's getting a, getting a pay raise. But council doesn't negotiate contracts. We just can determine you know, individuals who are getting um, – pay raises. So, and we've been trying to work on that. We've been trying to bring all of our staff up to a um, a comparable salary to other positions, similar positions in the city. We've tried to work with individuals in their departments and some, you know, there was somebody in city parks who took on some extra work, um, trying to make sure that that person's, you know, compensated as well. So there's just different, we look at different positions and we try to make sure that everyone's compensated but also keeping in mind that they're public dollars. So, yes, council looks at our salaries, you know, too, but there's nobody else who can vote on ours and if, you know, on our salary. It is, you know, that's, that is what we do. We vote on the budget. So, Teresa, while we have you and while we're looking at a new year, what are the top issues that you want to address going into 2024? Well, I think for me the biggest issue we have is the two twofold. It's the homeless population and the police staffing. I think the police staffing levels are extremely concerning. Um, but I also think that seeing people, homeless people throughout our communities, um, and it's not just isolated to one place, is something that I think is good because in the way that they're trying to address it with the city and the county working together and other people, uh, you know, all working together to make sure that we're addressing these, these issues. But I absolutely think they need a some some solid places where people can go, you know, when they are facing homelessness. And you have to keep in mind that a lot of people are are really not just homeless because they have an addiction. Some people are homeless because this economy is so, so challenging right now. Teresa, um, this salary thing for cops uh, stands out to me because I know so many and because you're so spot on. So 82 have left so far this year, which is crazy. And it could hit 100, which is crazier. But the argument is... Because I know cops are saying, to hell with you, I'm going to get paid. Cops can stay in this region and make 150000 a year in, in, in municipalities right around the city. And there's no way they there's no way they can make that here. There's no way they can make it here. And I think even then, they have made a sacrifice to be here. And I think people just make them feel so devalued. And it's not just anybody in the who's a politician who's elected. I, mean, I think sometimes our own residents sometimes don't realize all that they do um, until you need someone. And I agree. I love them, as you know. But officer. there's no – here's what I'm told. There's no way in hell the city could ever pay that kind of money. Is that fair? Yeah. So you just let them leave? 
So, no, but I think that there should be other incentives. I think, you know, we should look at um, some of these housings that we have and, and some of the housing opportunity funds that we have that maybe if we can make it, more, you know, offer some type of incentives. I think our schools are an issue that we have to have some kind of conversation, whether regardless of whether it's, you know, um, the reality or you know, perception, something needs to be done to make people feel comfortable putting their kids in, in our Pittsburgh public schools so that they're not paying, you know, tuition and it's because not only are they not making the money, they're also spending it on tuition. Um, it's true. So I think there's there's just there's just so many things that's, that I think that just having conversations, we can work through just about anything with everyone as long as we're all sitting down and working together, right? And I do think we're trying to do some of that. You know what? Me, you, and Larry are going to have a foie gras lunch. <laughs> uh, Teresa, full disclosure, I've never tasted foie gras either. Foie? Is it foie? Is it foie? F-O-I-E. I'm sorry. I don't even know how to say it. We're gonna, it's great with it's great with milk, and uh, you mix it in with your oatmeal. Delicious. I'm good with luck. Lots of Lebanese lunch instead, okay? <laughs> That's good. The Mediterranean diet, very healthy. Uh, Love uh, you, Teresa. You're uh, the absolute best. Have a great holiday. Appreciate Thank your time, you Teresa. And your Thank honesty. You. Have a great day, everyone. Right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Teresa Kale Smith, the president of Pittsburgh City Council on the Big K Morning Show. Today is a special day, Children's Hospital. It's the 70th annual KDK Free Care Fund Telethon. And three to eight, we're participating. Obviously, it originated here at KDKA back in the day. Remember when students and different groups would come downtown in front of the windows at Gimbel's or Horns or Kaufman's? while all the air staff was on there, Jack Bogut and Art Palin, John Cigna, and collect money for Children's Hospital. Well, times have changed, but the need and what they do at Children's has, and over 37,000 families received free uncompensated care last year alone, regardless of their ability to pay part of the mission of Children's Hospital. And Colin Dunlap will be on the radio there, 3 to 8. I'm going to be there with Christine, Marty's wife, and a team from KDK TV as well, including Patrice King Brown coming back. Lynn Hayspring, I'm looking forward to reconnecting with Patrice. Did you know she started her news career on my morning television show? Wow. I love her. She's so kind and sweet. Yeah, she's excited about being back. So the 70th annual today, 3 to 8. Make an effort, if you can, to uh, tune in or more importantly, if you can make a donation, it will be greatly appreciated, and they will use your money wisely. It's a wonderful event. It's an amazing facility. So It's amazing, Larry. On the 18th, which is obviously just four days away, it's my 35th anniversary with KDK Radio. Wow. And TV. Wow. Yeah. When? Monday. That's cool, man. Yeah. What are we going to do? Nothing. Foie gras, baby. You want a foie gras <laughs> no, cake? I never tasted it. And I'm not interested. Well, I have personally. an idea. So you'll be here Monday? You want me to be here Monday? I do, sir. The boss puts out these nine different schedules for you. I, I never know when you're working. Well, he put me off. Maybe I should just be off. See? <laughs> I literally, Larry's my boy, and we talk all the time. I literally had to ask, what days is that? <laughs> what is the damn schedule? Oh, man. They owe me days. Mm. We don't carry them over, so you got to use them or lose them. Are you or are you not? It's not that I difficult to answer the damn question. Are you here or not? 
I mean, it's not that hard, man. Give me a minute. Think about it. <laughs> See if you can book a speaking engagement. Oh. Anyways, uh, I don't know if I'm buying my wife for Christmas at all. Do you have any ideas? For Why Cindy? don't you ask your daughters? They probably I already got stuff have... from them. No, no, we're already set up on no, that. No, no, I don't mean for them. Ask them what they think your wife would like. We already did that, and then they buy that stuff from my wife. Oh, and Daddy pays for it. Well, then you're done. I don't know, man. You, you, what do you got? Jewelry? You got... Does anyone deliver foie gras? I want to get some up here, man. You know what I'm saying, Larry? Why don't you get one of the uh, one of my people a new electric car for Christine? No, man, they bad call, brother. <laughs> Sam, come on with you. Got to have an idea for Christine. Something. No, come on. What do you? No, I want foie gras delivered for Larry's 30, 35 years. God bless you, man. It's a hell of a run, man. Well, think about it. When I first came here, wow. Uh, I came from WTA Radio nice. Nice. in 96, and Jack Bogan had come over there when I was there. That's amazing. And then when I came here, John Cigna. So I filled in for O'Brien and Gary, That's amazing. Jack Bogan, That's amazing. John Cigna. And you knew um, Myron. I worked with Myron Cope That's for six unbelievable. years. I loved him, man. He used wow. to call me Richard. Hey, Richard. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, so he, he says, I got an idea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what's up, Myron? He goes, I want you to produce like a K-Tel album for me. I'm going to sing snippets of songs. I'm like, what? You know how they used to do those K-Tel presents? And they would, you know, on television do a whole big, you could buy the record or eventually. Absolutely. It was, yeah. So he would he would do uh, Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree with anyone else but me. And I'm thinking to myself, this is Myron Cope. So I put it together and he loved it. He used to tell people, Richard produced my album. I'm like, not really, Myron, but I love that he told That's people That's hysterical. That. Yeah. Ha! And I know it's a cliche, but 35 years seems like a fart in a bathtub. It's that fast, is it not? Like, bam! Yeah. What's that yeah. Kenny Chesney song? Don't blink. Every Thursday at this time, we are joined by, from Pittsburgh Magazine, Christy Lachlan, who is the food editor She's on our Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Christy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. I love this story, an obituary for Sensory 3 Mall. You know, malls across America, some are suffering similar fates, but this was, in the beginning, a huge destination draw. Yeah, so we have a story about the demise of the West Mifflin Shopping Center. It was once was the third largest in America, but it closed in 2019, um, so, but people are really sentimental about it. I'm more of a Monroeville Mall person because of Dawn of the Dead, but it still makes me sad because we all know the little Chevrolet, Century 3 Chevrolet jingle, but it no longer includes minutes from the mall at the end, which. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's a good point. And, and speaking of malls, I heard this story about how malls developed in the first place when people went to the suburbs, they didn't have like a town center, so they created them now. Uh, I believe the last mall in America that was built is down in Lakewood Ranch, Florida, near Bradenton, believe it or not. And that wow. was several years ago. I, I always like, well, I grew up in the 80s, so I was a mall chick, but 
Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, we used to go to the Northway Mall where the meeting place was near the birdcage on the second floor. That was floor. the, yeah. <laughs> People used to throw Skittles and stuff in there before the movies. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the blue tunnel of lights going to the movie theater. That was the best. What's old is stew. There's a new eatery in a beloved Oakland bar. Yes. So if you went to Pitt in the last like three decades, you probably had a beer at Fuel and Huddle in Oakland, which closed. Uh, last spring, I had my first legal beer there in the year 2000. So um, it was there for a long time, but now it has reopened as Stew Wood Fire Fusion. And I was the first customer, actually, and it was uh, really good. It looks totally different. If you're a Fuel Fuddle fan, you won't really recognize it, but um, give it a chance because it was really good, especially on a cold day. Good stew, and they have other stuff, too, like sandwiches and just a bunch of stuff. So it's it's really yummy. And free popcorn, more importantly than any of that. Well, that's the bar in Mount Lemmon. That's oh. the Corner Pub. Arthur's Corner Pub has reopened, too. Um, it used to be the Corner Pub, an 80-year-old bar, um, and now it has a new life through the Galley Group. So, um, But they're not really food-based. It's just like you know a shot in a beer bar, but um, it got a major makeover. So Marty, you know where the there. Corner Pub is in Mount Lebanon? Yeah, yeah. Bower Hill Road. All right, this week in Pittsburgh history, Steelers turn out the lights. Yeah, we're talking about old buildings here. Um, Three River Stadium, um, they left 23 years ago this week. Um, after they beat the Washington Redskins 24-3, to fans remained in the stands to watch a post-game ceremony that featured former players, including Franco, Jack Hamm, and Chuck Knoll. Um, it was built in 1970 and imploded in 2001. That's another big story that people sat and watched it. Um, I went to one Steeler game there, and we got frostbite, so... That's, that's my memory. I don't even know who won, who played the Oilers. I was there at that game, and I'll tell you something interesting. My mom didn't like to go out with big <sighs> crowds, and she had never gone to a Steelers game, and that's the only game she ever went to. And her and I went. It rained, but we had a great time. We got a free cushion seat that I – Wow. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, we were up in peanut heaven freezing, but, uh, yeah, hey. Read all about it. Pittsburgh Magazine, Christy Lachlan. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next Thursday. All right. Bye-bye. Anytime you want to reach out, you can do so. The Smell Key Instant Access, just a click away. Instant Access at kdkradio.com comes right to all of our inboxes. So throughout the day, we see your input, your responses, your questions, challenges. Instant Access at kdkaradio.com. And while you're at it, download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take us with you wherever you go. And tonight, you got the 70th anniversary of the Free Care Fund. Nice. KDK TV and radio. Colin Dunlap's going to be there 3 to 8. I'll be at Children's Hospital. First time we've been able to go and do the show from the hospital since COVID. Nice, nice. So, Christine Sorensen Griffin will be there. And an all-star cast. I'm trying to get um, something important done here. What are you I'm trying doing? to get Grubhub to uh, to do what? Some foie gras. I don't think they can. Like a big chunk s- of it. Source foie gras. Does Get Go have foie is gras? That, is that how you say it? Uh-huh. <laughs> foie gras. Uh huh. Foie gras. I've never. Have you ever had it? Yeah, yeah. You have. Yes, yeah, like a slimy, uh, that's in, redundant, like a snot. In your circles. Yeah. Well, we're all wealthy and famous and all that stuff. But 
It gets passed around at the parties, Larry. Have you ever had foie, foie gras, Samantha? I, no, I have. I don't believe so. No. Okay. That's something like the cat would eat. Yeah, she would probably like it. Cat would love foie. By the way, how's foie. your cat doing? You had, unfortunately, had to have her teeth taken out <laughs> because yes. of gum disease. She is toothless. Oh. Um, but she's actually doing great. The vet cleared her and said that she is much better. Her gum disease is like her gums are much less irritated and red. So I didn't pay all that money for nothing, which is nice. That's good. So she's she's doing much better, and honestly, she doesn't really even notice. She still eats normally, and she's fine. It's good to hear. How's Rosie? Dog's annoying, man. But they love her, so. You know, next time, I got a, uh, one of those instant access questions. Yeah. When we have Dr. Mike on, we asked about our Poinsett is deadly to dogs. He said, no, not right. really. But And chocolate. And chocolate. is not. It, it's toxic, but it's not deadly. Not, not no, in small No, but a quarter amounts. ounce, what do you say, a quarter ounce per pound to the dog. Yeah. It's still, he said it's still toxic to them. Like, it still yeah, is not good for they them. They should not eat it. But and, and then don't Lily, do the big freak out if your dog eats a little. Like, if, it, if it's an accident, yeah, it's not like the end of the world. Uh, and then, But lilies, surprisingly, are, are deadly to cats. Deadly, yeah. I, I'm surprised with that. And uh, somebody sent me a question. Next time you have Dr. Mike on, their dog got into some medical marijuana. Whoa. And it was hard to determine whether the dog was, is it toxic or was the dog just? You know, feeling it. Yeah. My cat loves catnip, which is like the cat version of marijuana. What is that? It's just a plant, and it just makes her go bananas. She rolls around, and she flips out. If they, like, smell it, it makes them, like, get the zoomies. But if they eat it, it makes them really sleepy. Do she they, loves it. To get hungry? They get the munchies? Yeah, she, well, she's always hungry. <laughs> she loves it. All right, coming up in our next hour. Okay, there's been some debate about um, this. Is actually, important stuff. What did they call that yesterday was it blue alert. There was it called a blue alert? The the weather. Yes, code yeah. blue. Yeah. And this is something new. Allegheny County and they instituted it when the temperature drops below 26, like it did this morning. Uh, then they open these shelters for people who have no heat or nowhere to go. Oh, okay, so there's been all this dispute about this is a lie, there aren't any beds, there's no place to sleep. We're going right to the source to talk about opportunity and availability in beds. I think it's important that people hear the facts rather than anecdotal postings on social media that say there's no beds and no place for these folks to sleep. It's important. People hear the truth. just is. Foie gras. Paris. 66 has it. How much is it? Do you know? 28 bucks. 28 bucks. 28 bucks for what? Enough. It's like, like, it's a, like an appetizer. A dollop? A dollop? It's very gross tasting. It's kind of slimy. What's the texture? Like, is it hard? Or slime, something? like a snot. No, it's soft. It's slimy? Yeah. They'll put it on um, hamburgers or steak or... Have you ever eaten that Japanese steak? Yeah. The real expensive one? Yes. Yeah. 
Packers pick Boston. Kobe, Kobe, hand rubbed and yeah, it's all Is too expensive. Kobe beef. Yep. From Japan. I was at a restaurant, Nobu, famous restaurant in New York, for a sushi, uh, forty-eight dollars for an ounce of that steak. Forty-eight dollars. Did you ever have the Jimmy Sacco steak down at Hyde Park? Yes, it's massive. It's massive. It's absolutely wonderful. Foie gras. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 